Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, it's another beautiful night here. Uh, hopefully your day is going to, or your night is getting a little bit better. I'm one of your first hosts, Herbert. Ronnie. Enrique. And Jonathan. So let's get it going. So we've done a lot of things, like new things, such as pajaretes. Uh, we did, uh, we went bike riding with an, an LB. And we're gonna, just going to talk about our lives in ho- October because it's still Halloween season. It's still spooky. Everybody's having a good time. We went through some parties. So we're going to talk about our costumes. Um, I think none of us won here. Costume. Like prize or whatever. I almost won a few games, but mm. wait, should we talk about how we all coordinated to be frat boys? It was yeah. hor- it was horrible coordination. Well, we'll Very. talk about well we'll talk about that after. But let's real quick let's talk about pajaretes first. So on Saturday last past Saturday, uh, me and Ronnie, uh, I didn't tell Herbert because uh, I think he was busy that day. But me and Ronnie, um, the night before, Ronnie went to Oktoberfest with uh, the boys. And uh, Ronnie decided to still wake up early because pajaretes is a drink that you drink in the morning. And what pajaretes are is warm milk, which is like comes from a chiva, a goat. Or, or a cow. Or a cow. I heard, yeah. yeah, but I heard that the original pajaretes are from a chiva. So a lot of people in Mexico, like in Jalisco, they get it from a cow, though, because, you know, they have a lot of cows. So me and Ronnie, you know, I'll say, hey, Ronnie. Thanks to some friends in the hiking community, they're like, hey, you want to come over, not come over, but you, you guys want to go to a ranch nearby and you guys want to try pajaretes? And we're like, yeah, sure. Like, so Ronnie told me to wake him up in the morning. Yeah, my boy hit me up with that. What are you doing, Tex, at 3 a.m.? No, I did. I call, I call <laughs> yeah, it was like 5.30, but yeah, I ca- still. I called I called Ronnie and... um. You up? Yeah, I know. Were you were hoping up. it was somebody else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yes. like Ronnie, I was really like, I was like manifesting that you'll answer your phone, and you did. I think it was a second call, whatever. But you answer your phone, and I picked you up. Your part is still. Um, yeah, the funny thing is, I I literally put shoes on. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, like they, how you saw me? That's how I went out the night before. Well, hey, well, it was fun though, because when we got there, it was what seven o'clock. We got at the ranch, um, and then our friend uh, Luis and Priscilla and Gus. Or Gus showed up after, mm-hmm. and uh, who else was there? That uh, just uh, Gabby. And Gabby showed up, yeah, at, like at the very end. But mm-hmm. when we were there in the beginning, me and Ronnie didn't know what to expect. I knew that I, I was telling him, like, hey, like, what you do is, like, you, a pajarete, it's, like, basically, like I said, chiva, warm milk, like, straight from, like, the, the like, straight raw. Straight from the udders, man. Yeah, and then what you do, you set up your own cup. So when you set up your own cup for the pajarete, you had to put, you could put chocolate, abuelita chocolate or Nesquik, uh, you could put sugar, and then the cool thing is that when you're an adult, you could put some alcohol. And Enrique knows this: this alcohol is a uh, what, like ninety something percent? It's like ninety-eight percent alcohol, which you're not supposed to take in a shot because it will literally burn your throat and it'll hurt for like a week or two. Where swallowing anything would hurt, but it's so strong that usually when you when you pour it into the the cup with the milk or whatever it has, you can light it on fire. Like you just put a flame over it, and the fumes are strong enough that it'll light your drink on fire and it can stay on for a while just so it's as warm as you want it i guess basically the milk is already fresh so it's already a little warm but you keep the fire on for the level of warm you want it to be but it's crazy how like it's 98 percent alcohol bottle and these uh these cups though that you need you need like the cantaros or like you know those cantaritos cantaritos cups or they're not cups but they're like from mexico um you need this in order for your cup to not burn right because you can't put styrofoam cup but they didn't have any, so me uh, and Ronnie and uh, the rest of the group, we had to use the styrofoam cups, um, and it was cool. Like I said, it was a uh, it was our first time. Um, I didn't know what to expect, but it's everybody else is drinking it, so I was like, well, let me give it a try. You know, if I like it or not, you know, that's it. You know, but uh, it was really good. Um, but the thing, we and Ronnie kind of, um, I'm not saying messed up, but we decided to copy one of our friends and we put a lot of alcohol. 
Um, and I learned my lesson. And after that, talking to other people that go there daily or not daily, but weekly, um, they said you have to put enough alcohol to soak whatever you put, like the chocolate or the sugar and all that. Like, just soak it. Don't over like flood it. And we over flood it. So yeah, we, we were out here like two shots of vodka and it was like, glug, 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 glug. Yeah, it, was you, like, it was like a third of the cup. It was so bad. Like, I felt like I was drinking milk, but it was not. Really, it was like a shot of milk. Now, you don't even taste the milk. You just taste a shot, the alcohol. That's it's it. It's so <laughs> strong. People underestimate it, but it's yeah. super strong. So what I ended up doing, um, I told the guy, I was like, hey, I like kind of brought my cup down to like three fourths. And I was like, hey, can you fill it up? Like water, not water it down, milk it down, you know, put more <laughs> milk. And then yeah. um, I ended up splitting, giving some to Ronnie and some to Luis, like just so I could like. I wanted to taste the milk, you know? Mm. So um, the second cup though, that, I, that I did have, though, I did have just milk with chocolate and it tasted like a Starbucks hot chocolate, um, but way better. Uh, the cool thing is that Chiba milk though, or like goat milk, um, is really, um, if you get the runs or if you're lactose intolerant, like it kind of does not give you the runs. Like Ronnie kind of knows this because he tried it and other people were saying they're around and it's really, um, I think it, it's it's really healthy for you. Well, instead of, instead of the alcohol, but like just the raw goat milk is really like, you know, healthy, like in a way that it can lower your... You guys usually prefer it? What was that? Raw the milk? No, I... <laughs> well, that was my first time trying raw milk and stuff. Oh, the first time I could tell, yeah. Have you guys what tried you, raw milk from was, a cow? Yeah, I've done. I've tried that as a child, as an infant. Okay, I tried yeah. it when I was little, but I don't, I don't remember when I went to Mexico when I was like young, you know, but I don't remember, you know. It's, so it's strong flavors. Back. I'm not used to it. I wouldn't say I like it, but mm. I'm not like against it. Who squeezed the titty of the of the cow? It, yeah. it's, I get uncomfortable doing that. It Did just who, feels wrong. Any guys here? Ronnie? Johnny? Ricky? No, well, I tried I, it in Mexico, but I haven't tried it recently. Yeah, yeah, I, I I've won, done it before. As I went all in, baby. I took off my Invisalign. <laughs> straight, <laughs> straight to the source. <laughs> it's like, Ronnie, that's, those aren't the titties. Those aren't the udders, bro. <laughs> and then, that's actually a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, he's all done. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no wonder it took five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what? Uh, and then they also, the guy was also selling, um, I think, yeah, quail eggs. So he was selling quail eggs at the ranch. Mm -hmm. uh, like, we didn't try them, but, like, they prepare for you, like, quail eggs with, like, kind of like oysters. You know when you take oyster shots, like, raw oyster shots? I guess with the quail eggs, they prepare it, like, with, uh, I don't know, like... With, some, with the alcohol still, right? No, Is I think it's said? not alcohol. They, they put, like, chili and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. then, like, you take the, the, like, the shot, the quail egg shot. But we didn't try that. We should have. Um, so, yeah, we have that, and it's crazy because... Um, you know, like there's a lot of people showed up, like a, a ton, not a ton, but like cars and cars were showing up yeah. and they'll leave. And he was talking to us before the owner was telling us that um, right now in this season, like a lot of the goats, like the Chivas are not producing that much milk right now. The reason why is because it's cold. And also some of them are, you know, pregnant and well, it, yeah. so, inflation <laughs> and inflation yeah, too. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, the supply chain was not the biz. So we got lucky enough to have a cup because some people got turned down or like got turned away like they say you know what this is out oh like, yeah towards the end it's like hey was it your first time trying it running yeah what'd yeah you th what'd you think of it the flavor the intent like how it was out? it was interesting uh, honestly like jonathan said i was a little scared just because i am a little lactose so i'm glad it wasn't a cow because i feel like a cow would have messed me oh, up bad man you would have got to you would you would have been in the in the like, restaurant. you guys got a lactate cow in the back somewhere <laughs> 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 all right so real quick though the supplements facts of goat milk or chiva uh, the calories is like 240 kilocalories for like cup. Uh, it's seven grams of fat, saturated fat, it's 4.4 grams, trans fat, zero grams, cholesterol, zero, you know, so that's pretty good. 
And then, uh, you know, it has some to- total carbohydrates. It's 25 grams. So it's, I'm assuming it's, it was kind of Swedish, but I didn't try it because mm-hmm. I had uh, the chocolate. So it was already sweet as it is. Uh, so, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think it was good. Would I try it again? Will you try it again, Ronnie? Like, I won't go weekly because it's kind of like a drive to the ranch. But Yeah, you know, it's true. Honestly, Maybe. yeah, I would do it again. If you guys if you guys come, I'll do it again. What was the price for one cup of this Jiva? Seven? Seven dollars. Yeah, he said it was like That's seven. That's not yeah, bad seven, at eight. all. But the cup, though, when I say cup, you know, it's what cup is like eight ounces. It was like 16. It was, it was like a 16. Du- it was a big so cup. It's pretty good. Like a styrofoam cup. You know, those okay, big yeah, styrofoam yeah. cups. Yeah. And, and we like served ourselves. Oh, okay. So that's why I was like, oh, like, it let me throw sense. a little extra up in here, you know? And then, yeah, that's when we realized. We well, he's, you serve yourself uh, the alcohol, not the, the milk. He will, he will, he will get yeah, the milk yeah. for you. You know, he will like, uh, you know, put the milk and everything. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. Um, I think. Uh, and then after that, though, uh, you know, we want, you know, every time we were hanging out with like friends, cause it was early, it was on a Sunday, early in the morning, seven o'clock we arrived, we left there like at 12 and then we started getting hungry. Um, so Luis suggested one fruit truck. I don't know the fruit truck, but it's like a seafood truck, uh, in, um, you know, in that near the ranch. And we went there, we had like seafood, like, um, the, what is it called? The shrimp fries were really good, huh? The shrimp yeah, fries were yeah. delicious. <clears throat> we got, um. I think we got like shrimp tacos, shrimp tacos, shrimp fries, and then shrimp fries, and then the um, I think the what is it called the cake, cake of shrimp or cake of seafood. Remember it had all the seafood like octopus, everything. Remember those? Oh, I didn't. Then, I didn't get to try that. No, that one was good. And huachilas uh, and all that. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy because we were near the ranch. It felt like I don't know. I I felt like I was in Tijuana or something because we literally pulled up to this like liquor store. Uh, and behind it was the um the food truck, the seafood truck. So we had our like our our you know our like meal, and some of the people who were there were like drinking like beer, you know, because it's like I don't know. They normally they do it over there because it's like ranch area. Yeah. And then um we're just hanging out, and some guy shows up. He's like, "Hey guys, you guys can't drink here." And then so we we're just laughing, but like we gave him a beer, but he was started talking to us, and he had ponche. Which are you know ponche is like from Jalisco and stuff like that. So ponche is like a drink, kind of like Bailey's, but it, think of it like you know you can make guayaba ponche, you can make ponche de granada, which is pomegranate, you can make ponche de pistacho. Remember he had pistacho. What else he had? Coconut. Um, so he was he gave us like shots. It, it, it almost felt like I was traveling. When you know when you travel somewhere, like they always like give you samples, like because they want you to buy something to take yeah. home. Yeah, I felt like I was traveling. So. Some of us are uh, like Luis and them. They bought some bottles from the guy, mm-hmm. and it was cool because like yeah, it was just more of like a trying thing. And then like I said, we had like a full day like of just trying new things. Like yeah. well, the the shrimp we we had shrimp before, but it was it was cool because it was just like a full day experience. And then until two o'clock, we all left home. But uh, thank, uh, did you guys yeah. get a good buzz going? Uh, kind of. Uh, and I think <laughs> Ronnie did for sure. He got yes, a that's a, I think I that's saw a definite pretty, yes, man. Because you, you had left the rock on you. Yeah, like Jonathan said, I feel like you know when he says he was traveling. Well, the night before, I was like in Germany, you know, <laughs> beers with my boys. I woke up and I was in Mexico. I was like, damn, this is crazy. <laughs> but in reality, you're just in Pomona, Cali- San Bernardino. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, man. Yeah, he was just in the area in California. <laughs> but it, it's just um, it you don't have to. That's why I tell people when you travel like around California and stuff, like there's so much diversity like you could go anywhere like we have ranches here like that mm-hmm. make you feel like you're in like mexico we have like like you said oktoberfest like festivals but th- that's just in october right that yeah, makes yeah. you feel like you're somewhere else um and you have the mountains here you have the beach like what else do you need in california you know that's like same man so like i don't know guys like you guys gotta just travel travel with yourself with your loved ones with your kids whoever you know uh i know enrique sometimes when you're tight like when you're like busy with school you can't but that's fine though once you're free up once you free up your schedule once you have your career going 
all about it you know Boom. What I, mean? I can't wait yeah i know i can't wait to take enrique out for some traveling adventures outside of california outside of the u.s i want to spend more time with enrique more than jonathan to be honest it's fine oh i feel like he's just a good because enrique's more supportive than johnny <sighs> you, you think so mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time okay who was, i want to go to okay Kuwait. hold on who was there when you did your first half marathon enrique, no enrique wasn't so i don't know you were there i did push you on a lot of things but enrique was busy i, I give that to enrique you know enrique actually was busy. did we invite we invited them the first time around huh? i think he had a I think he had Pajaretes the next morning. So now, <laughs> I don't know. He was probably busy doing some stuff. But in another country. I think it was overseas. The Middle East? <laughs> no, he wasn't. What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing over there, dude? Are you drinking Pajaretes over there? Picking crops. Picking <laughs> crops. <laughs> but moving on, though. Uh, so after that, like we did uh, on Tuesday, this past Tuesday, we like to go. Like I said, one of our friends invited us to Long Beach. We went to go meet up with some cool friends. Like uh, even Daniel, one friend that we haven't seen in a while, uh, that... Sandra introduces a babe to elevate. She introduces to Daniel and we started cycling with him. And he, I told Enrique, I was like, he might be here. He might not. I was like, but yeah, he actually showed up and he's like, bro, like I wasn't going to show up, but I decided I had free time. Right. That's what he said. He's like, I had free time. I finished whatever I had to. And then I showed up, but who did we ride with Enrique? The LB Canyon ball run. Yeah. LB yeah. Canyon, LB Canyon ball run. That's basically, it's a group in Long Beach. So mm-hmm. they meet up every Tuesday <clears throat> Um, near um, what is it, Fourth Street and something like near the beach, basically, uh, in the park. And then we ended up riding. How long was the stats, or what was the stats, Enrique, in Long Beach? It was like thirteen mile ride, so it wasn't a long ride. It was a little fresh outside. There was a little bit of elevation, but it was just pretty cool to have. Like it was like fifteen twenty of us cycling. So seeing all the lights, we kind of looked like a whole little army cycling through the city and a little aggressive going through the streets. But like the cars were just you know let us go and stuff. And we ended up stopping by for some tacos. At some little taco stand, so that was pretty cool. And you know what? Also, like, okay, so you know when you um, I don't know, like when you get into a hobby, you start like looking at other people's bikes and you start asking questions, or they, you know, people just open up because it's like a hobby, so they're all about it. Uh, and we noticed that a lot of people had like old like bikes, some of them like, but nice vintage bikes that they like retro, like retrofit, like to new. And then some people even rode fixed gears. So if you guys don't know what fixed gears is. Fixed gears means that you cannot freewheel. It's literally moving. You cannot, like, it's all moving at, at all times forward. You cannot, if you move backwards, you go backwards with the bike. It's fixed. The, ge- the gears are fixed. If you pedal backwards. Yeah, uh, pedal backwards. The word he's looking for there is, is idle. You cannot idle you how you can on a normal bicycle where you, you pedal and then you just stop pedaling and the bike keeps moving. On a fixed bike, when you pedal, you cannot just stop pedaling because if, if the wheels are moving, then so are the pedals. There's no neutral. There's no neutral. There's nothing. So, like, yeah. if you pedal backwards, you will literally move the bike backwards. And if you're moving forward, then you cannot pedal backwards because the you're pedaling forward. Does it so. have brakes? No. Yeah, it has. No, well, it actually, no, have so, brakes. So, no. Some don't. Or they're not supposed none of them, to. None of them have brakes. They, you brake with your own feet. They you can lock. have brakes. But mo- people out of, like, I guess tradition don't. What do you mean brake with your own feet? Just, like, stick your Yeah, you, like, you, like, cement? If you, no, if you look up, like, uh, videos on fixed gears, how to brake, like, you kind of, like, stand up a little bit and you, like, lock your back like leg and your front leg so you could like there's no more rotating it's kind of throwing your entire weight onto the pedal so that your own weight slows you down so then in in an emergency you really can't stop Mm. so is that are those fixies yeah they're fixies yeah they're fixies fixies. yeah so fixies you gotta get all technical with me man just say fixies I was like have I heard of this before but no the guys have to jump around the word he chose the word but I said fix here sorry fixies fixies Jonathan's like trying to write like an essay here like adding a bunch of words that are not needed I know man but it's crazy though because they did we had hills 
going up remember to the right to the taco stand and these guys the fix gears they're like because they're pushing yeah they're pushing and and those heels got the hills got me out of uh like i was in pain i didn't know that we we're gonna hit some hills i know long yeah. beach has hills but um enrique even said that they he started, surprised me yeah. i i me with with another friend felix we started to sprint the hills thinking they were going to end because it looked like they were going to end a little bit. So we started going like, you know, going all our energy onto the hill. And then after we gassed out, there was still so much more hill left and the hill even got harder. So that just became like, like it, it, it was interesting though. But to see the people in fixed gears going through that was cool because they cannot change gears. They have a, you know, a gear that if it gets hard, it gets hard. And you cannot do anything about it. Like you're just, you only have one gear. We have like, as a road bikes, we have 11 speeds. So we could change speeds. Mm -hmm. Like we can make it easy. You guys already know. You guys are road, road, are road bikes. Uh, is the price range for these fixies as much as like yours guys' mm. road bikes? You no, know, they're cheaper. Uh, they're cheaper, but they're still expensive due to COVID, every inflation. So they're at least a good one, a, a thousand plus. So it's kind of like a road bike right now. A good road bike is what, like 3,000 or 4,000? Because right now they're switching everything to electrical. You know how... You know how bikes have like cables like that run back to uh -huh. mm -hmm. well now they're trying to make everything electrical and we were talking to some guy and he was telling us all about like different um components and stuff and he was saying that i didn't know this that shimano 105s or shimano um otegra that brand shimano you cannot rebuild they're not rebuildable shifters like you had to buy the whole well kind of reeking you about that you had to buy the whole lever and everything you could try to clean it because sometimes you know they malfunction like you put them through a lot of work and you know, it's it's a moving part. It's a mechanical part. It has to give up one day, you know? And, and it's all one piece, I guess. And, and other brands, it's kind of like Legos, where, like, you can just kind of break apart the different pieces and clean them or replace an individual Lego. Mm -hmm. But with Shimano, it's like it's just one big Lego. So, like, if it breaks, you got to replace the whole thing. Oh, you got to try to fix it. You know, Mickey Mouse or something like that. You're good with Mickey Mouse stuff, right? I'm all 100%. Your, your Theo, no? Your Theo taught you how to Mickey Mouse things? No, he used to be Mickey Mouse in Disneyland yeah. when he got over here from the country. Oh, we got this. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody had an accent. Wait, actually, Ron, actually Ronnie's Mickey Mouse. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> See, so boy. You guys are bad. <laughs> no, but uh, it, it was cool. No, was he's cool. back in Mexico. They took him out. Oh, damn, dude. <laughs> it, was cool it was cool meeting new people. And uh, we we love Long Beach. I love Long Beach. Um, Enrique's like... I think starting to love Long Beach because he's there more often and the weather is different. And I don't know, Rick might maybe in the future move to Long Beach. I don't know. Like, but I don't know. Long Beach is really like the vibes. Of it's people. nice. I like it. I mean, it, so far I like it from where I've gone. Um, I'm uh, I'm going to have a house at Long Beach and a house here in Azusa. So we'll that's see. That's what's up. There you go. <laughs> no, but uh, talking to Daniel, though, I did talk to Daniel, our friend, the one that he lived in, like over here in the 626 area. So you know the 66 area is really it's not it's kind of active with like groups such as runners cyclists like us you know like we hike and all that but uh he was saying like in long beach it's like they're active like for sure like and it, and i see it like you know there's a lot of like running clubs like such as long beach running club there's all these like cycling clubs like the one that we went to yesterday and i think there's like other ones that are that enrique told me about uh, so there's a lot there's you know there's always something going on every day like if you're you don't want to run alone or cycle alone or do something alone uh and i think you can even go in the water like uh open swim, what is it called like yeah like train for like triathlons and ironmans and all that uh and i think kayaking too i know enrique has been out there uh so there's a lot of things going on in the like beach areas so i don't know i i uh haven't kayaked over there um in long beach but enrique could tell you that like he says it's pretty cool it's nice it's really calm it's fun and it's actually really cheap i feel like before i went i don't know why i just assumed it was going to be expensive because you know any like outdoor activity 
tends to be expensive but it was like 20 bucks for like three hours and trust me three hours is more than enough time within an hour and a half or two you're done you get bored i understand i mean well kind of you do but because i mean you you don't really paddle paddleboard in the or kayak in the in the open ocean because that's currents and that's super hard yeah there's like these spots where, where all the all the boats park or whatever and that's where you kind of kayak and it's super fun you can bring alcohol in a backpack if, if that's what you would like to do but or protein shakes or protein i'll do a white club <laughs> but you can do it and it's super fun it's super cheap so i highly recommend if you haven't gone kayaking wait uh herbert have you ever kayaked before never kayaked i'm never. not a, i've never been a guy in the open water never been my yeah. we're going soon yeah, no, I would want. No, I want to go. When it's not cold, Wait, it's not like that. I want to go. Didn't in high school they used to call you a well and shit? Uh, no, that was just you. Yeah, nobody <laughs> called him that. No, no one called you that. No, just, yeah, no. One <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, but, but I've never been a fan of the open water. Truly, it's scary. I'm, I'm scared of it to be honest, but yeah. I still do things in the water. But Wait, what was it? I was gonna move on, but you want to say I have something? Uh, real quick though, where he's saying though, it's like like the, ca- the canals. That's where like literally there's no waves. Yeah, there might be a little waves because mm-hmm. like there's some boats like you know when the boats go by they kind of have like these yeah, like, yeah. all these waves. But other than that, you shouldn't be scared. Um, I think uh a lot of the ki- uh, kayaking tours or by yourself, I think you don't wear life vests, do you? They don't force you. It's there on on your kayak or paddleboard. Okay, but. you don't have to put it on. All right, so I I think I don't know. I'm a little like you said. You know, I'm scared of it. Like. And I kind of know how to swim, but I'm not the best swimmer. So it's like, I, I'd rather put on the knife is just in case I fall, I could just hang out. Yeah. But plus, like, honestly, if the ocean just pulls me into like all the way in the middle, like I'm just, I'll just, that'll be a cruel death. Like the, <laughs> like the seagulls will start picking at my eyes. Oh my I'm God. Like trying to fight off a shark. Wait, actually, uh, since we're talking about, um, <clears throat> death or I don't know. This is bad, <laughs> yeah, Oh yeah. What, and what it's spooky season. It's spooky season. Yeah. But, uh, what's like the scariest like you're like dude i don't want to die like that like oh okay that's a good one like um, what do you like bro like i don't know like probably like burned alive because like because some you know when you touch a hot pan a hot pan you go ah. yeah like yeah, imagine yeah. that but like your whole body but you can't leave <sighs> you just go ah. yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm like i'm not i'm good i think me is like drowning dude yeah. drowning the really? water because that's like it's like Okay, um, you know, like it's not instant. Like it's, yeah. you know, your body it takes time. Like, and you're thinking about like I don't know. I just feel like I'll be thinking about life. Like I don't know. It's just I don't want to think about it, but it just sucks. Like if I'm gonna die, just fast. Yeah, hit me. That's it. I'm done. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like the best one that power, like to like die is probably sleeping, right? Because that's like the best thing. Because you, you don't even, never wake up. Did you actually know that recently? I guess they invented a new way to I guess kill yourself. Um, well, I, l- let me rephrase that. I mean, this like like in, in a government perspective, where like instead of the like, getting injected by shots, now you enter into this chamber where like they send in hydrogen or whatever to like put you to sleep, and then the, you they send in another chemical that'll kill you in your sleep. So like it's super soft, and like like I saw I saw videos of people like old people just like they're waving, they're smiling, they're super happy. They turn on the machine and they're smiling. Then eventually they just fall asleep peacefully, and then you know soon after they die. And that's like a new way of killing people. That's scary. I guess legally, I guess compared to the injections, which I guess those were also a sane way to do it. But I don't know. Just interesting that I read that somewhere. So Enrique, what's like the scariest? Like you know, you don't want to die like that. Like, um, I I think, I think, like I don't know, water. I hate water. So I think drowning is my answer because I I, I've I've read that in in fire. Like if I was burned alive, eventually you burn out your nervous system. So like you start you stop feeling pain. You can still be alive and conscious, but you no you no longer feel pain. But again, I'm not saying I would desire that, but I, I I think if you ask anybody, it'll be a quick death. But uh, I, I have you guys seen those videos like you know when people like a building is like you know set on fire and stuff like people would just jump instead of like. Well, that, that. That's also painless. I mean, I don't know. 
I mean, on, on the way down, I'm sure it's exciting, you know. But no, like, not no the way down, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to hit. And then that's it. Yeah, and then you're done. So, hey, Ronnie. I don't know. I mean, you've also heard like people that go skydiving, their parachute don't open, but. That's scary. You, you don't skydive. But some like survive. Like, okay, okay. Poison. Like, if you get bitten by something, that would suck. I would not want to die like that because the, the poison, like you're suffocating. Oh, that's like yeah. drowning and out like, here. You get, like, doesn't it shut down? Yeah, like, like it depends on what, what poison is. Yeah. Then like, like I don't know. I think poison's scary as hell too. That's why I hate. Like I, I dislike spiders. If if I get bit, would you suck it out, Enrique? <laughs> depends where you got bit. No, Enrique. No, no <laughs> Ronnie's like I didn't get bit there, Enrique. Stop. <laughs> but like, don't stop at the same time. <laughs> you're, you're gonna die a peaceful death. But go, let's go away from uh, that, like the whole death. Uh, I just wanted to give it like a little spooky, you know, out of it. But well, uh, speaking about spooky, though, the next event we did, we had a Halloween party. Oh, we did. Mm. And so what was your costume? Uh, what were, oh, we were dressed up as frat boys. That's what uh, Herbert was saying. Mm -hmm. uh, so, oh, so can you describe what a, a frat boy looks effort. like? It was okay. So, you know, like frat boys, like uh, yes, we all been to college here. Uh, they wear their letters and like their letters is like whatever, like Delta, whatever. Greek gamma, letters. Greek letters and stuff. So we decided to do the lab LAB in uh, Greek. So what is it, Enrique? It, it's Loda, Alpha, and Beta. So that was us. Um, so yeah, we we like. I think Herbert pulled it the best. He literally looked like a rich. Oh, I loved cool it. He, he looked guy. good. He looked like a yeah. rich frat boy that was just not giving. And and we we tried to be cocky Honestly, in the night, but when I put on the costume, I was like, I'm gonna be racist for the night. Oh, you. <laughs> this is the time. Bro, like you pulled it pretty good. Yeah, you did a good job. Yeah. And like, uh, I just wanted, yeah, we, I tried to embody the frat boy. So I was like, I didn't like women for like a good few <laughs> hours. I was just about the boys. You know, if I heard a woman talking, I'll tell her to pipe down. <laughs> yeah, the men are speaking. He, he fully engulfed it, and it was funny. <laughs> Everyone there, though, like Nick knew what was going on, so nobody got offended or insulted. So you know, just to throw that out there. But, tell, but tell me why Ronnie didn't want his letters, like oh his Greek my, letters. Don't. He's like, no, dude, this polo is like my number one polo. Like I haven't washed it since like kindergarten. So he, he just didn't like, want to ruin a good shirt. I can <laughs> I can respect that. And I was like, you know what, Ronnie? Like you're gonna be the guy that is rushing. You know mm. what I mean? You know we have that one guy that it's like not in, but he wants to be in, like cool like us, and that's Ronnie. You know, like Ronnie yeah. has to. Yeah, I don't even. No, nah, he's not gonna get the letters. Hell no. Nah. Like, nah, he didn't he, do. He didn't even rush well, dude. I know. Until he gets like a, in, until he does a half marathon, he will like be like get the letters and stuff. In, in my defense, I was wearing a little little sweater. We all wear the little over sweater. like I didn't around my neck. You know, all so right. it was gonna cover the letters anyways, man. But overall, though, that party was pretty cool. Uh, we we saw uh, Caesar, Batty Caesar. He he was the one that hosted, and it was just all family and friends. Uh, it was it was fun, you know. Um, it was a good turnout. It was raining though, but the good thing is we had like patio and all that, like uh, awning, like an awning that was covering the rain, so we were hanging out in like not getting wet yeah. and stuff. And then they had piñatas too, right? They did have a piñata. Oh yeah, there was a piñata. Two, two piñatas. They had like, games too. It was super I, fun. I didn't even get it. I, I got the stick. I didn't even hit the piñata once. Whoever was pulling the damn thing was doing a good oh, job. Oh, yeah. Enrique and Enrique. Uh, Caesar had it all the way to the top. Like it was bad. It was messed up. Yeah. I was about to get the gun, dude. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shoot Shoot it down. down. But yeah, it, it was fun. Uh, so I feel like whatever you guys are going to dress up, we'll do it like plan it for sure. Mm -hmm. And you know what costume I really like, Ronnie? The one that I heard you guys went to a party to, uh, one of your friends' party, and you guys all dressed up as uh, Starbucks uh, baristas. And you guys all had like the aprons on. So that's pretty that's cool. Right. Yeah, so like coming back to that, after Oktoberfest, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a pretty eventful weekend, I'm not going to lie, at least to me. But after Oktoberfest, it was me, Enrique and our friend Chris. So we went to Oktoberfest. We had a good time, blah, blah, blah. And then one of my old coworkers, who happened to work at Starbucks, 
hit me up. It's like, hey, we're having a Halloween party. Like, pull up. And it was already kind of late. And I was like, hey, like, I, like, he told me, like, hey, costumes are, like, required. Like, come through. So we figured it out. But, yeah, but everything's closed. I mean, we don't even have, like, I mean, even the frat boys, like, we just pulled it out of nowhere. But I still had a bunch of my old Starbucks aprons. So I gave each one of them a Starbucks apron. I was like, hey. We're just gonna be Starbucks baristas, like, and then we a, all went. Yeah, should have brought the chiva and <laughs> and served like pajaretes, like, oh yeah, serve it in this in grande cups, you <laughs> grande know. Cups. Yeah, but that's cool though. I, I think I don't know, like, you have all the aprons still, so I don't know. We might use that for one of our Halloween hikes that yeah. we have planned. So we do have uh, events coming up. Um, like I said, it's Halloween uh, season still. Uh, on the 29th and 30th, we have two uh, events, like with two different, uh, a lot of different people. Same uh, hike. groups. Same hike, though, Punk and Rock. So if you guys haven't been to Punk and Rock, and like I said, if you have like your fam, bam, your kids and stuff, it's a pretty easy hike. Yeah, you'll see, you'll park and you see it up in the hill, but it's not bad. It's like, it's, it's easy, super easy. Like you could take your time. Plus, there's going to be a lot of good vibes, a lot of fun people. So you're going to be distracted, having a good time. Some of us will have candy. So just you know, stay tuned. It'll be fun. Candy, glow sticks. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know if they're going to take uh, the boom box and stuff. But uh, yeah, dress up. Uh, I want to see like you guys' cre- creativity like come out. You know what I mean? I know some people like go ham in Halloween or it's like, their favorite holiday. Well, go all, go all about it because I think the best or the one that has the best costume is going to get a prize and stuff. So we will take some of our merch on. Um, we're going to like raffle some of the stuff, you know, that we still have. We So, you know, stay tuned. Um, but it's going to be awesome. It is going to get chilly, though. So don't be wearing your uh, your little short, short. No, I'm just saying. Like, no, it's going to get hot. It's going to get cold. So I hope it doesn't rain, though. I haven't checked the weather. But if it rains, it's not going to hurt us, you know. Rain- it'll, it'll add to the adventure. Uh, and yeah, like uh, it's going to be, like I said, Drupa Valley. So if you guys don't know where Drupa Valley is at, it's. It's pretty far. Not far. It depends with traffic Just or not. A tad bit. But yeah, you guys, so stay tuned. Listen to us. Uh, we are going to, on November, we are going to have more uh, hikes though coming up. Um, if it's raining, uh, we'll see if we could, you know, moving forward or just hike on, in the rain but if it's not bad. Uh, but if you guys want to just check us out, go ahead. And now for the new followers, uh, thank you guys for following. And for the old followers, we love you guys. Uh, stay tuned. Listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, and our TikTok. That's for all working out videos. And Instagram Reels is just for, you know, all the hikes and stuff that we do. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we love y'all.